Hello and welcome to the Radio 690 ADB. I'm Joe, your host, here to sit and talk a little bit to you guys. I'm trying to get back in the saddle, trying to get back um, to what I am accustomed to doing. It's been a little crazy. I've been telling you about it and I'm doing my best to slowly get back on track. So I'm here at the office at the 690 studio, <laughs> which is basically my desk and a podcast recorder. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, trying to get, uh, trying to get back in the saddle again and, and, uh, get some more, uh, hopefully some more, uh, content for you guys to sit back and listen and, uh, maybe, um, you know, get some comments on that stuff. Don't forget, you can always comment on anything that we have here. You can comment uh, on our website, uh, which we're revamping right now, 690ADV.com. And uh, we got a bunch of new stuff that we're working on for that. We're trying to kind of get stuff put together and get the 690ADV back on track, get her back on the on the rails uh, so the uh, the train doesn't stay off the track too long. Um, but yeah, go check out our website. Um, also don't forget, be part of our podcast as well. Our podcast, man, make sure you subscribe, make sure you tell all your buddies about it and all that stuff. And, uh, make sure that you hit us up, you know, anytime, uh, on topics and things that maybe you want to talk about or anything like that. And, uh, we're slowly going to start jumping in and, uh, working on gear and stuff. And also I would like to start working on some, uh, trip information too, especially for the new riders. Cause that's really what this is mainly about is new riders and intermediate riders and riders that are getting into dual sport or are just pretty new to dual sport. Just because you've been riding for 25, 50 years, that doesn't really mean anything. If you've never dual sported, you know, um, it's always good to have somebody there to, um, maybe, put you on track or, or, uh, just help you out a little bit. There's nothing wrong with that. It's always fantastic. It's always great to have, you know, somebody there to, you know, point you potentially in the right direction or maybe shortcut you to something that you were not, uh, you know, keen or you spent some time on and you couldn't figure out how to do it. So that's kind of where I come in. Uh, I've been doing it for quite a long time and I do my best to try to help everybody out, especially new riders. But today, we're going to talk about, you know, uh, Yamaha and <laughs> what's going on. I get that T seven, you know, but, uh, I've got a, I've got kind of a little beef. I want to get off my chest a little bit with Yamaha a little bit. And I love Yamaha and, uh, and we're going to talk about Honda a little bit as well, but first things first, don't forget yet. Yeah, just hit that subscribe, man. Make sure that you're part of our podcast. Don't wait. You know, you can get us on all the platforms. Um, we have, I've been trying to find the perfect home for the podcast and I've just come to terms that, um, that there's no, I think 100% perfect place. Uh, but I think I found one that is going to work pretty well and, uh, is going to suit my needs and it's going to allow me to do what I need to do. And that's going to be red circle. So you'll start seeing the new red circle stuff that's out there and, uh, they're pretty good. They do a pretty good job. I was with anchor for a little bit. 
and um, not bad, but <clears throat> I think overall, I think Red Circle is just, it's more my style. <laughs> it's more the, the direction I want to go down because some of the features, it's mainly boiled down to the features and some of the features that they have is going to work best for the 690 ADB. That's my personal opinion. Also support the channel if you want to. We sure could use your support. You know, any little bit that you can do to help us out would be fantastic. Helps pay for all this stuff that we have. Uh, we do our best to try to not use media mediocre equipment we try to use good equipment and a lot of that comes out of my own pocket because i don't really make anything on youtube or the podcasting so any sponsorships or support that you guys would like to help you can find it on our website you can also find it on our red circle with the uh the podcasting platform online and that's would just be greatly appreciated quick shout out to ktm north texas the guys over there slmracing.com if you need parts or anything like that there's no affiliation with the 690 adv other than uh they know about the 690 adv so let them know that you uh heard it from me and uh, they will take care of you over there. Ask for Bert. Bert will take care of you, man. He'll treat you just like family because that's just who those guys are. And they also ship anywhere in the country. So uh, shop them first. A lot of times they can beat even Amazon's price. So, um, you know, if you're looking for, you know, something specific and they don't just work on KTM, they work on just about every make and model that's out there. On to the podcast today, Yamaha. <laughs> <laughs> and I do. I, I love Yamaha. I've, I've owned several Yamahas and uh, they make such great, fantastic bikes. But it's like, are they playing hide and go seek, you know, or did they just put all their cards in into the T7? That I don't know. And I think there's a lot of people out there that are starting to wonder um, what it is because, you know, they have the new, you know, uh, T7 or the, the 700 you know, the Tenere, and it's a great motorcycle. Don't get me wrong. I think overall it's it's one of the best in the middle range, you know, adventure motorcycles that are out there. It'll do pretty much everything. At the end of the day, it's an adventure bike. It's heavy, you know. Um, I think it would work for just about anybody from, you know, just getting started to um, guys that have been riding for a while. It'd be a great secondary bike, especially if you have like a, um, like a KTM 500 or a CRF 450L, or, you know, any of those types of bikes, you know, like a 500 or something. Um, I think it would be a great secondary bike to have, you know, in your, uh, in your garage. I mean, you can't go wrong with it and it's priced right at 9,000 bucks. I mean, how do you, how do you lose with that bike? You know, for what it is comparative to the other bikes in its class that are several thousand, several thousand dollars more, you know, across the board. Um, and granted they may have just a couple of things that are, you know, uh, some beeps and whistles, but at the end of the day, you know, <laughs> those beeps and whistles aren't going to make you a better rider. You know, you getting out and riding and practicing is what's going to make you a great rider. So that's really what it's all about getting out and practicing, you know, on your motorcycles. But it seems like Yamaha has just, you know, um, it's like they forgot about the, the, the dual sport line, you know, I don't know what happened. You know, uh, there were all these rumors out there that the, you know, the, uh, um, the, the 250, you know, was going to go away, which it did, you know, the WR 250R, um, they discontinued that bike, you know, and then, 
the TW 200, you know, it's a great bike, but at the end of the day, you're probably not going to be doing now that now granted, I, I'm sure I'll catch some people that'll say, Oh bro, you can do, you can do, I know it's all mindset. I know that. And there are some guys that travel all over the place on those things. But you know, if you had to do some highway miles and there might be a little bit of a stretch for that bike, it's going to be going to be a little brutal on you. <laughs> but I mean, some guys will do it, you know? Um, but what happened with the mid range, you know, um, and bringing to the topic of Honda, man, and not even Honda, how about Kawasaki too? You know, especially if you're a new rider coming over into dual sport, you know, uh, a lot of the guys that are looking, and I mean, you correct me if I'm wrong, remember, always email me, um, and you can tell me what your thoughts are. Cause I love to, I love to hear from everybody that's out there, you know, Kawasaki with the KLX, you know, that new 300, it's a fantastic bike, man. It's wholly awesome in, in Honda with their CRF 300 series, you know, the rally and the L and, uh, you know, um, but Yamaha, you know, I'm not a giant Suzuki fan, so I don't want to really want to get into that, but Suzuki makes great motorcycles. Don't get me wrong. Um, they're dual sport, uh, bikes. The only one they have is the 200, you know, and then the, the DRZs, uh, are great. I like the DRZ 650. I like the 400 as well. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think they're a little overpriced for what they are, but you know, they're still great, fantastic bikes. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm a little, you know, maybe I should throw Suzuki, <laughs> I should throw Suzuki out in there too. You know, what is wrong with them? What is wrong with, with Yamaha? And, and let's just, you know what, let's just throw Suzuki in there too. What's going on? The WR250R quintessentially for, you know, the dual sport dirt bike looking motorcycles, they nailed that bike. They totally nailed it. So, you know, if you're a new rider and here's the deal, you may not be able to go get a brand new one, but if you can find a used one, those things are bulletproof, man. They're totally awesome and fantastic. And they're perfect for everybody. New riders, guys coming over from the street, everything like that. They're pretty easy to ride they've got really good power and they'll do the business make no mistake about it they'll totally do the business and you can get out and have a good time you can totally travel on them and do all that stuff but but they got rid of that 250r and i could never understand because they never backfilled it with anything and for the life of me i'm Maybe I'm going to get kicked in the head <laughs> by Yamaha because they're double knot spying, man. And they're, you know, they're going behind the curtains and they're just waiting for everybody to finish up. And then, bam, they're going to unveil the WR 250R or 450R. And if they open up the 450R to compete with that CRF 450L line, wow, I would be totally blown away. I'd be totally amazed. Be totally awesome. And I don't see why they can't. And I think that would be, oh, God, it would be a game changer, man. I mean, I don't know about you, but I know me. I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm telling you, I would totally love to have a WR450R get the street version. Now, granted, they're going to have to cut some corners because they would either take away from the YZ platform or they would basically take away from the WR platform. But, you know, a lot of guys will buy WR450Fs and then they'll street legal them because they do have the Enduro lights on the front and so does the 250F. I've owned a 250F. What an amazing motorcycle. It's a tractor. It goes up hills. It's got tons of low-end torque. You know, it's it's 
plenty of speed. It's light. You can flick it around like a like a mountain bike, and um, and you can straight legal them, man. You can you can. There's ways to do that, and you know if you're if you're wondering, and maybe you're. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. On the fence, or you're not really sure exactly what you want to do as far as a dual sport goes, but yet you've been kind of pondering some of these dirt bikes that are really super close to the street legal, like your WR250Fs, your WR450Fs, um, some of the Honda, the CRFs, like the 450X, um, the 250X, those bikes right there that have the lights built into them. Please hit me up if you want. I'll point you in the right direction on what you can go and get and put the, just the right lighting on it and get the kits of what you need to do, especially in the state of Texas. It's very easy to play a motorcycle here in Texas. If you ever wanted to know about that and turn one of those into your own street legal dual sport. Now, granted, I know that your title will say that it is a dirt bike not made for street, but you can go retitle it. You just have to do a little work to make that happen. It's pretty easy. It's not going to sit there and break the bank and uh, you can make a fantastic dual sport now the thing is you got to understand that those bikes the way that they're set up they are dirt bikes you know um, and you just have to make sure that you understand that going in because that bike is going to run you know the torquing is going to be a whole lot different you know the lows and the mids and the highs are going to be totally different than a street bike you know and that's why they take a lot of the same engines, but they basically remap them or they reset them up, you know, compression ratios and stuff so that that bike will run a little bit smoother, you know, up in the, you know, the higher gear stuff like that. So you can get on the road, but if you're okay with that, you can make some really great dual sport bikes that will romp off road. So, but my thing is, is, is what's the deal with Yamaha, even Suzuki. I mean, Suzuki hasn't changed anything and I don't know how long, when's the last time that Suzuki made you know, a, a ground breaking change in their dirt side dual sport motorcycles. And I know a lot of guys out there, you got the DR guys. I've got buddies um, that are DR crazies, man. And they just, and I get it. I do. I totally get it, man. But it sure is nice to get a little bit of a change. You know, KLR went from, you know, all the way up to 2007. And then even granted, they made the change and it was ugly. <laughs> At least they made, they, they, they showed that they, they, they could make a change and, you know, and then they discontinue the KLR and then what do they do? They bring it back. So, you know, and, and not only bring it back, they brought it back and it's, it's even uglier than, than, than the last model. So, I mean, at least they're staying consistent, but at the end of the day, at least they are, you know, making, you know, attempts and sort of making changes and they're trying to make some, you know, uh, uh, you know, they're trying. How's that? They're trying. So, but it, it breaks my heart that, that, you know, Yamaha, I know they sit there and they say it's because of the emissions and all that stuff with, you know, the United States and things like that. But that WR250R was just a huge staple to the dual sport market loved by, I can't count how many people. Um, I don't think you'll ever find a bad review on one. I mean, you just don't. And if you do, you couldn't please that guy or girl, whoever owns that bike. And, uh, why can't Yamaha bring us a 450? Why? 
maybe it's in the works. I don't know. Tell me, man, if you're listening to this, you know, and you can comment, uh, you know, on, on the platform or whatever you're on, please put it on there, you know, and, um, don't forget also give us a review on uh, Apple podcasts. It really helps the, the podcast out too, because the more reviews we get, the better we get placed. And then, um, the, the, the better we could, you know, probably, um, rank and get our podcast a little higher in the Apple podcast. But not only that, I just don't understand. I, it, it totally just floors me and blows my mind. And we're going to be syndicating all of our podcast over to YouTube again, uh, just because there's guys that just, you know, I had, I had a fantastic guy going, man, I didn't know you could do a podcast on YouTube. And then he wanted to know how to go and, and, uh, uh, actually just listen to him on, on the podcast and stuff. So he's in for a, he's in for a treat. If you really, really, truly liked it, I've got a hundred and something podcast, you know, we're going to start cranking them out again because I like doing podcasts. There's so much fun because I can sit and it can just be me. I don't have a camera on me and I don't have to sit there and, you know, take one, take two, take three, take nine, take 80, you know what I'm saying? And then go sit and do the, uh, uh the editing after you're all done. It's kind of podcasts are almost pretty much a one take wonder. And it's really kind of fun because, you know, it allows me to just, you know, kind of be me and I don't have to sit there and worry about a camera. But anyway, um, yeah, you know, Yamaha in not, bringing us another bike other than the T7. I think it's just it's it's awful. It's it's a shame, especially with all the other manufacturers that are that are just cranking out bikes and they're 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 giving us all these different choices. And Yamaha for what they are makes just fantastic motorcycles and I just feel they're missing the boat, but then again in the back of my mind they've got something up their sleeve. <laughs> I just know they do. And you know they do. They've got to, man. You just can't they, they cannot not not see what's going on. They can't. Then again, maybe they can. Maybe maybe they are missing it. Maybe they don't care. I I don't know. So I don't know. Just I don't know. It, it just blows my mind, you know, and I had to get that off my chest a little bit because I did a video not too long ago on the uh, Yamaha, you know, when they discontinued the, the 250R. I'm like, what are you doing, man? Why would you do that? Find a way to do it, man. Fuel inject it. Do whatever you got. I don't care what you've got to do. Just get it to where it meets emissions and make it happen because the bike is just fantastic, you know? Um, whatever. I don't care. New muffler, new whatever. So, but, uh, yeah, it, it, uh, pretty much kind of broke my heart a little bit, you know, and Suzuki, come on, man, we're tired of looking at bikes that look like they were, they're, they're stuck in 19, you know, 89, you know, I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, they, they, they look kind of cool, but we, we want some new looks, man, some new plastics some new fairings, some new stuff like that, you know, but I guess it is what it is and it ain't what it ain't. So, but you know, as far as like new riders and stuff like that go, you know, if you are listening to this podcast, man, you know, um, if you can find a WR 250R, bro, get it. Especially if it's priced right, go grab that thing. Cause that thing's bulletproof. It'll last you a very, very, very long time. And if you're in for a new man, check out those Kawasaki's and those Hondas, man, because those Kawasaki's and those Hondas are awesome. They're getting great reviews. Everybody's loving them. Um, they're saying that they do great on the road, much better than their 250 counterpart. And, uh, the power's much better. 
And the pricing's right. I mean, you can't beat these things. I mean, the, the numbers are totally right. You I mean you're talking like five, six thousand bucks? Come on, man! If you can't afford five, six thousand bucks, just mow some lawns. <laughs> go mow some lawns. You know, so go go raid your your uh, your attic. You know, go in your garage, grab all those things that you're not using anymore. Go get an old laptop that you're not doing and sell it on eBay or Facebook Marketplace or anything like that. And man, get the cash, man, and go get you a new bike. You know, don't make excuses, man. Excuses are for people that just don't want to do it. You know, it just everybody's got an excuse these days. If you truly want it, you can have it. You just got to figure out a way to do it, man. You know, I'm not saying going out and do something stupid, but what I am saying is, is that if you're willing to put a little time, a little work, a little effort, you can get pretty much whatever you want. So, but uh, yeah, that's, 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 that's my beef today is uh, Yamaha and uh, why Yamaha is where they're at. And maybe uh, through Suzuki in there, just out of the blue, you know, why do we got to look at the old 1980 looking, uh, you know, plastics and frames and all that stuff. It's just kind of boring. You know, why can't they update some stuff and, and uh, kudos to Kawasaki and kudos to Honda for, you know, putting out some some new stuff. And, and uh, you know, I think it's fantastic. I think it's awesome. And it's a good day, especially if you are a new rider list of this. There's so much more new stuff that's coming. You know, it, there's always the rumors and stuff. But, you know, it uh, it's you know, it's going to happen. And if you're just getting into dual sporting, what makes it so fantastic is, is, is the journey doesn't have to end when you're on the concrete or the asphalt. You can always go down that dirt road as many times as maybe you've been riding on your street bike and you're sitting there cruising down the road and you just passed a dirt road, but you saw it just as far as the eye can see. And you just look down that road. I do it all the time, man, especially on my dual sport, you know, because I mean, I've been riding dual sport for a very long time. And, and I look down dirt roads and the one thing that goes through my mind always, where does that go? <laughs> oh, well, I'm on the right bike. Let's go check it out. And that's the beauty part. You can do that. And you can do it on a street bike. It's not smart. It's not safe. But you can, you know, um, especially when you're up in the mountains and stuff like that. That's where it really separates itself is the dual sporting. So if you're thinking about getting into dual sporting, you know, maybe you're listening to this for the first time and, and you know, just hearing about things and stuff. I'm always going to talk about new riders and I'm always going to talk about some of those things. And I'm also going to talk about what makes dual sporting so fantastic. It's just all the things. And and I'm really going to start posting up a lot of the pictures and stuff. So make sure you check out the 690ADV.com. Uh, we're going to, I'm going to have post moto trips. I've got a bunch of them up there. I've got literally thousands of pictures. So, you know, especially if you're a new rider and stuff and you really want to see what it's like to go on a moto adventure with your friends and your buddies and stuff like that. And maybe you don't have buddies. Maybe you don't know anybody. Well, you know what? That is kind of where Facebook can come in. I know the last podcast, I kind of put the, you know, the slam down on, on Facebook and, and stuff like that, but there are some good groups out there and you can get a lot of local groups that you can kind of sift through the garbage, but you can find some really super cool writers and some super cool guys that are local. I've done it here and, you know, and, and you can get out and ride with some of these guys and, and, and maybe you'll hit it off on a ride and maybe you won't, but that doesn't mean you don't have to ride with those guys, but you may meet somebody really, really super cool. And you guys can get out and uh, do a little adventure time because that's really what it's all about, man. It's hopping into those towns and getting on the bikes and, and, uh, gassing up and maybe toting your tent, you know, maybe just, maybe you're going for two days or maybe you're going for two weeks. 
that's what makes it really awesome. Anyway, thanks for stopping in. Thanks for being part of the podcast. And thanks for, you know, everybody reaching out, you know, and, and just saying super nice things and being really super cool and uh, understanding, you know, that sometimes you just have to stop doing certain things to get your head straight, you know, and that's really what happened with me and YouTube and podcasting and, and all that stuff is I just, I needed a break, but you know, I'm pretty much back and, and, and it's taken a little bit to get going, but uh, I'll get these, I'll get, I'll get the grease on the wheel and we'll get it going. And like I said, any thoughts or anything, new writers or anything, don't ever feel bashful, man. Email me, put it out there. Hit me up on Facebook, facebook.com slash 690 ADV, man, who, what, when, where, how, I don't care. Hit me up, man. There's no stupid question ever. You only get stupid answers. Hey, I'm Joe, Radio 690 ADB. Thank you so much for stopping in. And uh, don't forget, subscribe. Be part of the 690 ADB. Don't forget our website, 690ADB.com. And uh, go in there and subscribe, man. Make sure you're part of it because when we do do giveaways, if you are not part of the 690 ADB subscription, you can't win. Anyway, thanks so much. Have a great day. Enjoy your weekend. I'm Joe, 690 out.